y'all and welcome back to another episode of long live relationships it's me laria and it's me tristan and this week we're gonna talk about the tone of your voice when you speak you ready to get started yep i think i am you sound like you have a good tone right now barely because i am exhausted well i mean that that's fine but you know, you're, you're being a nice person to me right now. You're not being a meanie. Please don't make me change my tone. See? See? That's what I'm talking about. Guys, look, we were, we were there. We were using our inside voice. We're going to keep using our inside voice. Yes, we are. All right, Tristan. So, let's talk about it. What's your definition of a person's tone. Mm, that's a that's a tough one. I wasn't expecting you to hit me with that, but uh, I guess your tone is your elevation of or the pitch in which you communicate, whether it be loud, quiet. Uh, I guess maybe style, or maybe it gives that extra feeling when you're when you're talking. So. What about you? The tone to me. Um, hmm. Eh, maybe along the lines of something similar to what you said. I would probably. It's more about the inflection of the words and how things are said. And um, which in turn shows or leads with how things will be perceived hmm. so perceived. and interpreted yeah i guess that's a good point because we i know we've had several conversations uh early on in our relationship where one person would say something and it's what they're used to or their normal tone where on the other side would be offensive to somebody or just didn't completely understand the direction where we're coming from so we had to kind of break down those feelings and tones. So just go ahead and tell the truth. You often think that I'm yelling or being mean because I am very direct and assertive. And because it's not, oh my God, hi Tristan, how was your day? Or Tristan, you know, we really should be doing this right now. And to me, I'm not going to talk to you like a child. So when well, I that's say not, that's not talking to me like a child, that's using your inside voice, like we talked about. No, because when I say Tristan, you see the tone in my voice mm-hmm. is very authoritative. Yeah, and you be trying to tell me what to do. And well, if you would do things on your own, I wouldn't have to. I do things on my own. Maybe not on my own or the time that you want me to do them on. Sometimes they get done. I'm a grown up here. Most days. I'm a grown up all days. Most days. So at any rate, when we speak about tone and how things can be perceived, um, what has been, I guess, your biggest learning, your learning style or what has been your biggest takeaway from my tone of voice? What have you had to learn about me? What have I had to learn about you or what have I had to educate you on? 
uh, see, now you're going to make me change my tone. The inflection of my, in my voice and the words is going to be mean because now your tone is not what I need it to be. See, you always wanted to be what I needed to be or what you wanted to be. So you're speaking way, in riddles. I might be speaking in riddles because I made the riddle up. But the point is, in answer your question, <laughs> what I've learned about you and your tone. Uh, well, you. I mean, you are direct. Uh, I don't necessarily want you to be soft because I'm not really soft myself. But at the same time, you know, again. We, we, what they teach you in school? Use your inside voice. I use my be, inside be, voice. Look, see, you elevated your tone right there. I felt it, felt it right there in the chest. Okay, whatever, dude. So, but at the same time, you are, you do kind of, you do back up sometimes and realize, kind of like myself, if something came off too assertive, then you'll look at it and be like, well, you know, maybe that's not what I meant or that's not how it sounded in my head. So, but I'll work on it. And vice versa, where... Give us an I'm example a... of how your tone has been received in a negative way, Tristan. I don't have any negative examples. You don't? All mine are good positive examples. I'm a great <laughs> positive role model for great tone. Again, I don't see... I don't see why <laughs> you try to paint this negative picture about me. Because if we're going to have open and candid conversation, I think the fairest thing to do is to be completely honest. I am being completely honest. I have acknowledged where I know I can be super strong-willed and my voice and the tone of my voice reflects that. You're basically saying that your tone is always correct, and that isn't untrue. I didn't say it was correct. It, it just kind of stays mellow and stoic kind of at this level. I'm a very calm person, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Now, I might have be quick-tempered sometimes. Mm, mm-hmm. And so I may be, what, what do you guys call it, triggered. I might what be. are you guys? Well, first of all, I'm older than you. Mm-hmm. Second of all, triggered is a general term. If something affects you and you... Your tone. Whose tone? Yours. You said if something affects you. Okay, so my tone. If the, it affects you... Yeah, I, feel, I feel it in my soul. But you're an adult. I am an adult. So you have to practice restraint, especially if you know... That I am a direct person. So I think, I think what happens is that we as people get so used to how we communicate and how we, like my entire family is very direct. Matter of fact, I'm the softest person in my immediate family. So when I hear you need to use your inside voice, first of all, I'm not three years old. Second of all, that's me showing passion. So I think what we have to do in relationships is understand and see it from the other person's perspective. Well, my passion comes from yelling sometimes because when I try to be nice 
and sweet and be like, hey, Laria, I'm just trying to eat this or I just want to tell you this. Then you get mad and become a meanie. Then I have to yell and fuss. Then when I yell and fuss, you're like, well, why did you yell at me? Right, because I don't sad. understand. I don't understand why. So where we come to a fork in the road is that I don't understand why you get upset when you know that my natural voice is very commanding. Like, that's my natural voice. And so you get mad because it's not soft or an inside voice, which leads me to a stigma that a lot of black women typically face. Whenever we show passion, whenever we are assertive, we are then misconstrued as being angry. Um, what's the word? Now it's aggressive. When a word, huh? The a word. Yeah, the a word, and it sucks because we're just passionate. It is a passion. Yes, sometimes we speak with our hands. Sometimes we we show that that feeling. If passion is good enough in the bedroom, why is it not good enough for everyday conversation? Well, I mean, you're talking the bedroom and everyday conversation are two different topics. So, yes, you know, yelling and screaming is permitted in the bedroom. That shows... Permitted? That shows... Permitted? Permitted? Permitted, Mm. accepted, needed to to hear and feel the passion. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. I think the... I feel like passion is is an interesting adjective here that we're using because... At the same time, are you, do you feel like you're passionate 24-7 if, that's, if you're being direct because... No, that's so, not what I said. I didn't say that's not, that's not what... I know that's not what you said. However, you said that your normal tone is to be... is, is direct. Mm-hmm. And you said directness is correlated with passion. So, therefore, that leads me to think, are you being passionate 24-7... Or are you using passion as a general term? Because, again, I think you're when... You're being too literal. Well, I might be, but let's think about it. So when you're talking about tone, right? Tone, when you use the words, whether it be in a normal conversation, whether it be in you know, an argument, whether it be in a happy moment, tone really creates the energy in the room where it creates... And energy between two people. Um, so, you know, that energy can be shifted, obviously, depending on the tone mm-hmm. or the situation. So, you know, we talked about well, what's one thing that, you know, you learn about somebody while being with them. And we, when it comes to certain things, are pretty opposite on when it comes to feelings. So, I, 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 I'm more of a stoic person. Yes, you are. And so, which I'm working on in certain some respects or another as best I can. But at the same time, for me, when I communicate good news, it may be in this same tone. Whereas when Loria c- communicates good news, it could be very happy. Now, tone works both as a giving and receiving. So in reverse, I may receive good news and I may not be as happy or I may not necessarily not as happy. My, my 
response back might be just really subtle, which in my tone or subtle, dry, subtle, subtle is is respectable. Subtle, okay, and dry is respectable too. Dry is like crackers or wine, and that's how some of your responses are. No, i.e., oh my god, Tristan, look what I did, look what I made today. Okay, wait, what. Like, that's not very welcoming. Like, the tone that I receive that is, like, pretty dismissive, and I don't like it. Well, dismissive really would be, mm, I don't want to see that right now. Or me looking away from it and not necessarily acknowledging what it is. But, again, that may, again that's still not necessarily the best response, but I... Uh, Again, I, I, I'm working on these things, or I continue to work on these things. Now, the bigger question is knowing knowing each other's tonalities. I don't know if that's a word or not. If not, I just made Tonality it up. Tonality is a word. Um, how do you think it helps the relationship? Again, does you know does that make the person an individual? Because again, that 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 could be something you don't see eye to eye on. What do you and, mean? Well, so put it this way. I'm a stoic person. Mm-hmm. You're a bubbly person. Most of the time. So those things don't naturally mix, but you still say good morning and good night to me. You haven't gone nowhere. Right, because I love you. Yeah, so no, but knowing that, how did, how did you... I accept it, you for who you are. So in accepting for who you are, that includes all facets that includes your stoic behavior that includes the that includes the um the weird and aggravating behaviors that you have so for me it was easy because i love you it was easy to Except those things about you that I don't agree with. However, when it comes to how we communicate, and we've talked about this, I we have different love languages. So in order for relationships to work, even though we have different love languages, we have to learn and we have to learn the other person's love language and then give them what they need like you can't just expect your I love words of affirmation you can't just give me quality time and think that that's gonna fulfill my words of affirmation love language so when we talk about your stoic behavior that's who you are that's how I met you like when I met you you were first of all you were drunk but Mm. you or more talkative. Was I drunk? Are you sure about that? You were. Or was I on the way to getting there? Okay, fine. You were on the way. Okay. Yep. So, um, your tone and it was much more pleasant. So, living with you, because like, shoot, technically, I don't know how long we've lived together. But that's been an adjustment like oh so this dude really is not gonna jump for joy like i need him to when i get excited and me learning like okay it's nothing personal so i think that's the other part i know what i'm gonna do 
What are you gonna do? Got an idea. What? So instead of and we're gonna talk about that. But so I think there's ways, different ways to express yourself. And so maybe I what's the, I don't are they called streamers? The thingies that you buy mm-hmm. on birthday parties and they pop and they go Is that what that's a streamer? <laughs> I think that every time you share good news from now on, that's when they get them. We'll just open pack and just blow one open. Well, at least long as it's genuine, because if it's not genuine then don't do it. Because well, that defeats a person. That'll piss me off. Well, what if I hang a pinata in, in your office, too? So I hit a pinata each Absolutely time. Absolutely not. Candy just falls out. No. Shut it. No. What if they were like the Valentine's Day? No. They were hearts. No. So you can see the love fall. No. Uh, I don't think that's fair. I think you should. We well, put the pinata in your office. No, it's not. See, it's not about me. It's about you. But I don't want a pinata. Why not? Because it makes mess. It'll be purple. I don't care. You should care. So, this is our tone. You see how soft I was with saying, I don't care? It was less of a blow to you, right? Uh, I guess so. Because I couldn't like, I don't care. And then out of me, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty normal though. Watch your mouth. Just just me. Watch your mouth. Look, I, I am the nice one here. <laughs> I don't know what type of picture was being painted here. No, I was painting any picture. But yeah, I mean, I think also when you're going with your tone, it, it you know it's one thing to communicate in your daily conversations, your good mornings. Um, I think one of the bigger adjustments that we had to make as well is our text tone so we know how we sound in in like in our voices but there will be times that some text messages come through on both sides where it's kind of confusing or make us jump to conclusion when really there was no conclusion to jump to it was just more so the word choice that was being used. So I think that's so okay. So if you want to talk about like text message tone in general, this is a general statement. Text tone is taken in whatever mood the person is in when they read it. Okay. So if I'm in a bad mood and you send me what's for dinner, my first reaction gonna be like, um, why aren't you telling me what's for dinner, or why aren't you preparing dinner? So it depend. Like if we're in an argument that morning, and you send something like, "Why did you leave? Why did you leave the light on in the bathroom?" Okay, bruh, who you talking to? You. But no, absolutely not. You. My response is gonna be whatever mood I'm in. Same for you. And this has happened. If you're in a bad mood, or if you think I'm in a bad mood, your response is generally going to come as if you're in a bad mood. Mm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then what typically happens, which is something that I appreciate, is that when we realize the Arguments are getting out of hand through text. We just pick up the phone. We do pick up the phone. However, you 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 used to didn't like that. 
Because you would just be like, well, I don't feel like talking. And mm-hmm. we're going to handle this when I feel like it. And me, I don't like things to sit. So I don't care if, and this is maybe bad, but mm-hmm. so I don't advise this for anybody. But either way, I don't care if you're at work talking to we know. your mom, talking to your cousins, family, whoever. I I will be a nuisance until we get it resolved. Yeah, even even if it, even if you about to go to sleep, or you sleepy or about one nap, I'm jumping on the bed. I might throw you off the bed. No, you know better. So this, I've never thrown you off the bed before. Don't lie to these good people. First of all, you telling too much of our business, and you saying you throw me off the bed. Somebody could misconstrue that as if you're being physically violent. We're not being and physically violent. I know you're not, cause you don't want to die. You're not gonna kill me. I know I ain't. I got a brother. See now you just now you incriminating people. Well, I'm just saying I got a brother. I got, I got brothers so, too. Okay, <laughs> tell your brothers to squad up. I mm. mean, it is that's, what that's, it that's is. Not, that's not a problem. It is what it is. But when we talk about like you talk, you said that I'll get to the point where I don't want to talk. You're absolutely right because my mouth can be reckless, and in order to not be so mean and say what's on my mind stuff I can't take back I'll just table it like you know what I'm not talking about this right now and you get pissed and sometimes it makes me laugh on the inside I'm out well I have I have see it's more so for your benefit I have excuse you listen I I have toned or I've scaled back my my angerness to make sure that I don't say anything off the wall, too offensive, something that I can't take back because again, I like I I could easily black out, but I don't like getting to that point. Do you hear how angry you sound right now? I sound angry right now. Absolutely, you actually sound, sound demented. No, see that's the thing. I'm not trying to sound demented. What I'm saying is, I don't want the a lot of times, the tone in which leads to an argument generally is something over something stupid. And typically... Simple, not stupid. Okay, simple, simple, either way. But the point is, typically speaking, when those arguments turn into, I guess, bigger disagreements that get escalated, then things are said that people don't like to be said. Or one person, we have strong personality, so naturally very quick with words and he's going to try to say something to beat out the other person. So therefore, I try not to let it get to, well, try not to let myself get to that point because at the end of the day, it's pointless because one, when it comes to our personalities, I can let something go. But I, I will hold on to it. Which again, is not healthy because it already happened. You can't. You shouldn't have did it. You shouldn't have did it. I will hold on to it. But yes, yeah, so and and that and that go, going into from an argument standpoint, um, again, tone the tone in which you carry out can have short or long term effects. Uh, especially if it turn if it was a big disagreement, then you know some people don't talk to their partner for days or hours at a time. Uh, it could affect 
you know, trust levels going forward, depending on what was said. Um, heck, it could even, it, it can affect uh, the bedroom or your intimate moments. Because think about it. If, you know, you're getting ready to have an intimate moment and you just made up or you're in a good mood and your spouse partner says something off the wall or ask something that doesn't have anything to do with it or you know you're really you're really ready to go and just have a good time and you know they're more of acting like a flat fish where you're being an energizer bunny i mean those, these things have First of all. a bigger effect that sometimes people don't realize mm-hmm. what do you mean first of all your analogies were kind of funny to me I mean, were they not real analogies? Are you trying to say that I lay there like a flat fish? I'm not insinuating you. I am saying just in general. Mm -hmm. I would never associate you with a flat fish. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> you better recognize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess. I mean, it's it's difficult to kind of... assert tone well no I shouldn't say difficult because it's not difficult but it's very important to have conversations when you don't understand a person's tone like or if you feel like you may if you feel like a person may have said something that has pissed you off it's best to have the conversation to say hey you know, when you said X, Y, Z, I took that to be one, two, three. Is that what you meant? Because a lot of times, for me specifically, I'll say something just because I'm running my mouth. And if you get upset about it, how am I supposed to know? Unless I'm being intentionally hurtful. So I think it's important for you or anyone else to be like, yo, um... I don't know if you realized it, but you was kind of cutthroat when you said X, Y, Z. Oh, okay, my bad. So I think the tone in which we use things, people are going to receive it differently. Probably, more than likely. I mean, one probably shouldn't be running your mouth. That's that's that, but... Tristan, shut up. That, that's here, that's here nor there. Um, But I mean, you know, the thing is... You have to recognize in your tone, you know, not just this is how it was said, but how does that, ooh, got to say the F word. How does that make you feel? And <laughs> you got the F word in this house is feel. <laughs> so the, the, when you have, when you, when you put in feelings and I'm sorry, it, it, again, it could go back to how somebody grew up around different people, how it was received, past relationships. I mean, they... These could be very well trigger points that, you know, maybe somebody's got over after a while or it brings up old memories or just, you know, just whatever the case may be that affects them. Um, this is why we have therapy. Therapy is wonderful. It shout, is. shout out to all the therapists out there, including my own weekly sessions are key. Um, but yeah, I mean, tones. That's it's just as important in the communication realm. Um, it, it definitely can be a make or break 
in a relationship for sure. I've seen I've seen people not make it because of tones. I can see that. I can see that. So that kind of wraps up this week's episode. We really want to know from you guys if you've noticed your personal tones or if you've been able to identify how others' tones affect you on a day-to-day basis. So we actually have an email to share with you guys. So um, if you guys want, and we actually really encourage this, please reach out to us at longliverelations at gmail.com to one, tell us if this podcast is of any value to you, if you are finding this informative, if we need to tweak things, or if you guys want to see something different, please let us know. And we thoroughly thank you for tuning in. Thanks again for tuning in. Also, follow us on Instagram. That page is now live, and we look forward to adding you. Thanks.